0: This is Giovanni and this is what happened last time. We reconnected with the pirates of the Emerald Sail. The pirates had taken control of an island dig site, capturing the archaeologists and looting their findings. We investigated a cave that seems to have been used as a temple to my father, the Sea God Mayor. We then traveled to the other side of the island where the pirates talked us into entering a tomb set up like a giant chessboard. We battled terracotta chess pieces, won the game, and a hatch opened up on the board you're all standing in the tomb it's set up like a chessboard you just completed the game poor Druck didn't stay conscious during that he's laying next to you you're standing above a tile that's opened up to a circular stairway going down into a dark hole and looking down into that hole (laughs) smells like treasure down there we need to go Uh, what 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 about truck
1: he's in need of medical attention we got him it's okay Uh, are you a healer i I don't have heal skills can you heal him no we should go
0: get healing for him. No, we have to go down. What if we leave and then pirates come in and they see the staircase? They're gonna go get the treasure.
1: What? Well, are we required to share it? No, let's take it. Let's just go. And I'm going to try to start pulling Drak towards the exit of the cave.
0: No, no! And G- Giovanni starts pulling him down the stairwell.
1: All right, all right, all right. So we're doing a pose athletics? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Oh, that doesn't look very good. Oh. <laughs> I got a one, and my strength bonus says that that turns into a zero. So I did worse than a natural one.
0: (laughs) Nice, I did 16.
2: So we're going down the steps! Oh,
0: because he rolled so poorly, you yank him too hard, effectively, (laughs) and he kind of goes rolling down the stairs on you.
2: (laughs)
1: Jack, are you?
0: I listen. Dust puffs up from the hole. Well, there we go. Now we know. We got to go down. Let's go. that's drunk. I'm going to run down the stairs. <laughs> Giovanni will get out a torch and some oil and light it up out of his vest.
1: Thanks to Runar's curse, he has dark vision, so.
0: All right. It kind of circles around three times in this circular stone stairway. You come to the bottom of it, it opens up to a space that's probably about half the size of the room that you came from. In the darkness, Runar, because you get there a little bit before Giovanna, you can see that there is a portal, or you know doorway, I should say, of some sort, that has kind of a bluish glow to it across the way on the far side from where you are. Hey, look, a portal. Very dusty down here, and there's a few different pedestals just sort of scattered around. There's a, It looks like maybe a couple of them used to be pillars. They're falling apart, crumbling. First thing I do is I'm going to go check on Chuck.
1: Medicine oh, Jack! Yeah.
0: And Druk is awkwardly <laughs> laying at the bottom of the stairs and looks like he may have broken his neck. Giovanni <laughs> completely forgot about him and was looking around the room. <laughs> I got a 15 on
1: my medicine check, so I'm going to like at least lay him out straight and check to see if he's alive.
0: I mean, he's alive, but he's certainly beaten up. You don't think the fall helped.
1: <sighs> oh, oh, thank goodness. Druk's okay. Druk, can you hear me? Druk? Druk?
0: Oh yeah, Druk. How's he doing?
1: Uh, well, he's alive.
0: Oh, good. So, Giovanni, you get towards the bottom of the stairs, and you hear a click under your foot, and the trapdoor shuts up above you. Oops. (sighs) Uh, Both of you roll your perception. Ten. Fifteen. Runar, you notice with your cat-like vision, there's dust everywhere pretty heavy this is a very old crypt or whatever it is but there's footprints more than one set of footprints that seem to come down this stairs maybe back and forth it's disturbed it, but, uh, so like a boot print yeah hmm. how
1: old would I think these footprints are is there like dust selling back in or does it look like it's
0: seems to you that it's relatively recent
1: um, okay so um look at this blue portal yes yes uh there's more interesting things um so, uh, do the
0: do the footprints go up the stairs or go to the portal?
2: Um, you think both.
0: Like, it looks like maybe somebody's gone up and down. Giovanni starts walking towards the portal. Uh, uh,
1: Giovanni, we have um, two problems. Uh, uh, first one is, obviously, Druck. We need we need to make sure he gets... We need to wake him up somehow. Uh, and the second one is, uh, somebody's been in here.
0: Giovanni looks around and starts seeing the footprints. But then he goes over and picks up Druck and starts walking towards the portal. <laughs>
1: This is, wait, this, this, no, why aren't we getting him help?
0: He starts heaving his arms back and forth, ready to throw Druck drunk through the portal. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no, there's a, actually a door there. If you throw him into the
0: door, this, this But helps. it looks super portally, doesn't it? It, it looks magical. If you're moving a little bit that direction, it does have a bit of a hum to it. You can see in through the dust as it settles a little more, you can see that it's a portcullis, much like you saw on the way in upstairs, and it's a glowy, blue, glowy portcullis that's humming. Do you have that chess piece? He's heaving his arms back and forth. No, 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 no,
1: <laughs> st- no stopping. Just, just put put the poor elf down. Do you have the chess piece, though? Yep. One. No, no. Two. No, no. <laughs> No. no! And Runar stands in front of Giovanni. No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Oh, can I throw Druk right into Runar? You're th- <laughs> Wait, you're throwing him into Runar?
2: Yeah, because yeah, he got, got in the way on he, three.
0: Like... <laughs> yep, yep, go ahead. Alright, I'll just roll strength test.
2: Oh my Jesus. gosh! Twenty-two!
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright. Ragdoll elf comes flying your direction. <laughs> You step in the way, and you're just sort of wrapped onto the ground. Why did you get in the way? You C- could have hurt Druck.
1: I, I think you were going to hurt Druck. Hey, do you have, perhaps, a candlestick?
0: Do I have a candlestick? Yes. That's not important right now. We a need candle, to get- yes, yes. Candle I rubber. have a
1: torch right here. I don't need a... No, I need a metal object. Grappling hook. You have a grappling hook. That I do. Take the grappling hook and throw it into the door.
2: Ah, <sighs> Okay.
0: Gets everything down. He starts going through his vest. It takes him a little while, and he gets the grappling hook out.
1: What do you want me to do with this again? Throw it into the door like you were going to do with Drac?
0: He starts (laughs) taking it quite literally moving his arms back and forth. Counts down to three and (laughs) throws it through the door. When you hit it, it sparkles with electricity. Does the grappling hook get through it? No, no. It just bounces off of it, but it definitely gives off some sort of lightning Oh, oh, um, Runa, I may have made a mistake. Yes! This might be a trap. It is! Have oh. you heard of this thing? It's called, you know, foreshadowing. <laughs> um, I believe so, yes. I believe I have heard of foreshadowing before. It's yes. usually a literary term, but... It's when there's a lot of shadows. Like yes. four of them.
1: <laughs> no, they had this very same trap upstairs.
0: Oh, oh, gotcha. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, do me a favor. Don't tell Druck about any of this. Ah,
1: Druck, you need to wake
0: up. I need somebody to help me with this maniac. <laughs> well, let but, me take a look. I've uh, disabled many traps in my day, so let I me take a look so. here. I don't
1: think so. I really... I'm, I'm going to roll perception. Okay. <clears throat> it
0: doesn't matter. You're all uh, seven. <laughs> it looks like there's some sort of lever or keypad or something to the right. It's, a, it's some sort of device. It's got gears in it. There's a couple little pins in it that look like they could move. It's complicated. Here, let me show you what to do with this type of device, okay? And he starts going through his vest again. He does get to, like, a candlestick holder, and he's like, you needed this. I mean, we
1: could have used it instead of the, the, the grappling hook, but I don't think we have a current need of it.
0: Oh, well, he throws it into the door just to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, worth a try. Roll, um, roll your perceptions real quick. <laughs> Five! Woo, my dice are bad lately. Uh, ooh, 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 this is good, this is good. Uh, twenty-two. So, back the way you came from, the hairs on the back of your neck sort of stand up for a second, and you think you hear someone back at the stairs. I spin around and just, like, stare at the stairs. What's wrong? I don't know. And then I cast Darkness.
1: What? in The world's going on? I can't see anymore! I, I cast Darkness. They can't see us. Who
0: can't? we were the only ones in the room. There's somebody else in the room. No, there wasn't. I was just about to disable this trap. I'm sure of it. Somebody in the room, shut up. You think at the top of the stairs, somebody is trying to push at that trap door. But from this side, by trying to push up. I need to be able to see. Drop the. They're not trying to be sneaky anymore. They're just trying to get out. I I, I need to be able to see this device so we can disarm this door and get through it. We need to go get the other person. Why do we want to go back up there? The pirates might just get us. There's somebody at the door. Uh, yeah, that way we have to go through this door. Uh, I want to get to it before we... I want the treasure behind here. Uh, you just start hearing this voice coming from behind you. I... If if we could maybe speak for a moment.
1: Is I, this one of the frog people? I, I think it's Kermit. I mean, Kevin. It's Kevin. It's Kevin.
0: Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. That's what I was thinking too. Yes. <laughs> you hear some bumbling back there and and then again like people falling downstairs oh my gosh uh is there any way we can do something with this darkness
1: okay okay I, we, we can talk we can talk through the darkness um my name is uh runarchai and um i am i'm an archaeologist with the antiquarium of the lore of college in the selesium who might you be
0: uh my name is Ellerin. Oh, i i'm a. Uh, Almost a cleric of Saint Muishus, I've been training. Okay, so you're here
1: with the archaeological expedition with Saint Muishus? Y- y-
0: yes. Uh, I should tell you, I'm not alone. Who might be with you, sir? You hear a couple other voices. My name is Bloodstan. Another... Definitely not dropping the darkness out. And another, <laughs> another voice, and another voice says, "I am Rodrigo." I mean, Rodrigo, you sound like a lovely chap.
1: Hey, um, but listen. <laughs> Um, okay, so apparently we have accidentally shut the door, and, um...
0: We, we were hoping you hadn't locked it on your way up, and we could just slip by. Hey, here's the deal, Eleanor and Bloodstain. There are some very dangerous things down here we're trying to get rid of, so if you could go back up the steps and stay up there for a little bit, that would be great. The door locked behind you when you stepped on the step. I might be of assistance. Didn't they come through? You, you, you... Are they in our room, or are they up there? They're in the room already. We walked them down in here. They're at the bottom of the stairs now. Wait, were they here before we got here? Yes, yes. they
1: were invisible. Oh, they were trying to—they
0: were trying to sneak out. Well, I can't see. Somebody turned the lights and out. It didn't work, so they're they were now were coming be clean.
1: I turned the lights off <laughs> so they can't
0: see us. Um, you have a injured man here, right? That yes, we do. Yes, yes. I could help with that if maybe we could talk. <clears throat> Okay, 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 okay. I drop
1: the darkness. Okay. Uh, I'll have you know that I uh, I have, oh, I have claws. When did I get claws? Oh, can You have claws, claws now? I have claws, look, I have claws. Ooh. Oh, that is terrifying, the curses. Is- of anyway. Um, be careful when you use the restroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you think of that? That's terrifying. That might be the best advice you've ever gotten in your life, Runar. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I think it's sense of reason in general. I mean, there's a lot of what you know. You're kind of
0: anyway. <laughs> I don't know where he was going with that.
1: You're okay. Not so anyway,
0: in, so darkness, injured man. Yes, darkness is dropped. You can see that there is uh, an elfman. He's got dark blonde hair and and kind of pale blue eyes. His skin kind of has a gold sheen to it, uh, and he has this uh, symbol of Saint Mucius. Uh, What's also, the symbol look like? It's their library. It's, it's okay. this pillared white stone building. Oh,
1: okay. yeah, that's what we saw in the pendant. On the, the pennant in the
0: camp on the other side it's, of the island. It's actually a place, Aha, place in Aurora. The one who calls himself Bloodstan is actually a dragonkin. He's bronze. He's got bright, sort of, red eyes. And then Rodrigo is actually a blue skinned tiefling with kind of uh, dark hair that's just sort of frizzy and sticking up.
1: Oh, I'm, uh I'm Renor Chai, and this is uh, Giovanni Marisin. Don't ask him where he comes from. He bows. As you can see, I am turning into a cat. That's not relevant. Uh, Over there is Druck. Uh, He he is injured uh, in the chest. plate. So the archaeologists lied to the pirates about being able to get down here. Am I understanding this correctly?
0: Yeah, we had gone down previously, and I think they thought we had died. Um, Hey, what's through this door? Well, we had it open at one point. Rodrigo wedged it open and... Uh, it ended up shooting him across the room, and I had to kind of bring him back. Rodrigo kind of points at his frizzy hair. Like, <laughs> yep. There's what seems to be a tomb beyond. They did ascending, and we've been in contact with the ship, and we we were hoping that it would come to save us. Oh, a ship? How big? How big of a ship? Uh, a pretty big ship. It's it's called the Cephalopod. The cephalopod? Mm-hmm.
1: Listen, um, are you aware that they they have three ships and? At um, the, least uh, the the crown jeweler—I forget the name of it—it's it, it, a pretty sizable
0: flagship. Well, unfortunately, yes. That's we called for the cephalopod, and it, I mean the captain. Her, her name is Dagny, and Dagny told us she would come see about helping us. And the unfortunate thing was that on the far side of the island there was this fleet, and she said, "I'm out. We're not going to be sunk for this." But we think we've figured something out from the writings of this in this room. Because if you look around, there's lots of carvings, and we've been spending some time trying to figure out what, what we could make of all this. And so we think we have a little bit of a plan. That is very cool. And as he says that, Runar sees that Giovanni has a hammer in his hand. I wouldn't do it. Do what? And he starts to raise his hammer. What are you device. doing? No, no, no,
1: don't smash it. I slap Giovanni, not like the gentle, like, snap out of it slap, like, I'm like a trained monk and I, like, open hand slap to, like, almost knock you down slap. We'll see if All know. right. Roll an attack roll. <laughs> hey! Well, I didn't roll very well, Did but I think, he, I think your AC is worse
0: than a 14, though. Ah, uh, you got me. Huzzah! Take five points of damage. The cleric says, well, let me, let me take care of your friend here. Elleran kneels in front of Giovanni and puts his hands on his chest, and he heals him for twelve points. Of I think you mean Drak health. I'm sorry, Drak I did. Say, yeah. Sorry, in front of Drak and this light comes from his hands as he heals him for twelve. So, Drak you wake up to this—you know—dust in your mouth. Everything hurts because of the fall. <laughs> Drak you're awake. Thank
1: goodness, we were so worried about you. Jack, help me control this man. He was trying to smash things with a hammer. Things that didn't need to be smashed, Drug, by the he way. he
0: just smashed me in the face. <laughs> you deserved it. He raises the hammer again towards the device. I raise my hand. <laughs> so there's a blue tiefling. There's a gold-skinned elfman. And there are, is a bronze dragonkin all standing there with you. They all, by the way, look a little beat up. They have had their own issues. Okay. We are in an area underneath the chessboard, and there's a very shocky shocky door here, and these people were already in here. And we're locked in here. The trap door above okay. is shut. Okay. But we, other than that, things are great. We think we have a plan. My name is Ellerin. We think that we might be able to get some help. We we had sent out for it, it didn't pan out, but we ha- we we think something might work here. They have one ship on the way that's possibly what, going what? to help. So I imagine
1: Giovanni and Renard are standing in front of that lock mechanism. Yes. One has the hammer raised, Giovanni, yes. and then Renard has his hand raised, ready to strike Giovanni again. And they're just like staring at each other, waiting for the other one to flinch, trying to have this conversation. I imagine if we could get the Enrolled the, Sales to leave, the cephalopod, um, <clears throat> I think that was the name, uh, it would... Um, It would show up, and then we could get the assistance we need. We just need to get the pirates out of here, and the easiest way to do that is to open the thing. Open this door and let the pirates have what they want, and we can do that by not hitting it with a hammer.
0: (laughs) Wait, give the pirates what they want out of that door? I want what's in that door. They gotta get something. We gotta get them to leave. Mm. Well, we think we might be able to leave Mm. without the pirates' help. Oh, you, okay, maybe we'll be on one side of the island where they don't see us and we get going quicker. Are you, are you with, I guess we didn't clarify, but I didn't get the impression you're not with the pirates, are you? Uh, not at this very present time, no. It
1: depends on who you ask. I think the pirates think we're
0: working for them. When they're around, yes, we're with them. <laughs> <laughs> so about this door. Also, that was very nice of you to um, make Druck feel a lot better, and <laughs> Giovanni starts holding his face. Trying to give that guy a clue that he was a little hurt. He says, no problem. Does he heal me? No, that's, that's he just says, no problem.
2: Um, can um, we take a look at this door?
0: Yes, Drunk, go right ahead. Here's a hammer, and he hands it over to
2: you. Thank you, I put the hammer away. <laughs> Make an investigation check. Oh, no. Uh, five.
0: The dragonkin says, "No, no, 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 no! You're you're looking at this wrong." Kind of holds up his own torch and he says, "Look over here."
2: Okay. Roll again. All right. <laughs> with advantage.
0: Oh, good. Ooh. Oh, that's way better. Twenty. See, we had this thing open, and then Rodrigo kind of screwed it screwed it up. You know what he did? Is he tried to use metal thing on it? So quit that. He looks at Giovanni. <laughs> It's kind of a little weird puzzle, but you kinda of see that all the pins need to go to the left side and oh, like okay. and then they'll all go up and but there's a certain order, you and he kinda of talk through the intricacies of it. Mm. Um go ahead and do a lockpick. Twenty one. Okay. It's still doing its little electric thing. The porcollis goes up to the ceiling, but it opens up into this other chamber. Okay. The cleric says, well, let's show you what we found. And in this room, there are eight sarcophagi, but they're up sort of built into the walls. Humanoid figures. So they're vertical or they're horizontal? Yeah, they're vertical. Okay. Right, like standing. Gotcha. One of them is actually broken open. Okay. And there's some sort of battle that that happened here. And there's a mummy sort of hacked up laying next to it. There's also a chessboard that's been set out, and the actually the pieces are all in place. Like it's a full one side of a chess set. What color are the chess pieces? Kind of a uh, blue agate. It's got kind okay. of stripy stones. The board itself is actually oh. pink and blue. Okay. Well, I have one of the pieces. <laughs> And there's also a handful of pedestals up against the walls, kind of lining up to the different tombs. The tombs themselves, I should point out, too, there's some elves, some gnomes, and there are some what look to be raven-headed peoples of some sort. Okay. The one that was busted open was one of the raven-headed ones. You can see that on the mummy. Okay, Giovanni gets out the pink chest piece and goes over and sets it on the spot where that should go. Well when you go to the pedestals, there are different symbols on each of them. and then there are also places where you could literally put chess pieces in, like it kind of like a key, okay? Um, but you need like a full <clears throat> 16 for each of them. What happens when I put the one in, the pedestal. Anything? He'll just See if put you can them make on sense each of which one. one of them until something happens. And if nothing happens on all of them, then nothing happens. Gotcha. You do find one that has pink in it. Okay. You also notice, too, there are different stones worked into the different tombs. The one that was busted open yeah. had blue stone work through it. <clears throat> okay. There is, by the way, one that has pink on it. It's a gnome. Okay. But then there's you know, different colors, kind of a goldish color, green color, red, so on. Does the chess piece that I have activate anything on any of the pedestals? You find that it fits. Like okay, it's it's the right size, but you think maybe you need further. The cleric says, "So this is kind of what we're thinking, and we've been here for a little while. The readings on the walls here tell us about a, this people that dealt with their own version of time travel." didn't actually work in the sense that I think they would hope. You know, they're not being able to go back to when they're a child or something, but they could, within the island, do some things that were short-term. They could teleport within places that they had been previously on the island, and they could speak to people from recently so like reach maybe talking to the future or the past within you know a matter of hours we think that these pedestals will not only help us to contact the cephalopod again but we could actually contact her in the past by a couple hours and tell her to wait for us but we need all these pieces there's some sort of stone that works through all the rock on this island. It's what, what's made it so popular to different civilizations over the years that does something with time. So if we were to f- get the pieces that go into this set, somewhere on the island, there's a place that we could teleport to and leave from there. So we would bypass the pirates, end up on somewhere else on the island, and have her pick us up there. I don't think that we're stuck in this room. Um, what do you say we go join back up with the Emerald Pirates? <laughs>
1: uh wait what no what why why do you want to go off the pirates
0: uh to get out of this room Because we, well, <laughs> are these pieces in this area probably not we well we got those and he points at the blue ones yeah but they correspond to the one that's already open well that's because we opened it so have you tried putting the blue pieces
1: on the pink pedestal
0: well, there's one that will take both blue and pink, and we think that it has a symbol on there that uh, has to do with somewhere on the island, but we haven't been able to quite figure it out.
1: Blue and pink, do you need? How many, how many
0: pink pieces do you need? How many blue pieces? We don't have any pink pieces. We oh. got these blue pieces from that tomb. Problem is that the mummy that was in there didn't like that. That's how we got a little beat up here.
1: I go look at the pedestal that they're talking about it requires both blue and pink. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for two things. One, I'm looking to see how many blue and pink it, that it needs. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm looking to see if the symbol that they look for is
0: matches the symbol of the previous tomb cave thing. The cave you saw on the other side? Yes. So you would need blue and pink, like a full set. And right now they've got half the set sitting there for you, which mm-hmm. they got from the mummy. But you would also need a full set of pink. By the way all the the figures have chessboards at their chest you know like they, they might bury somebody with a chest, shield chest they've apparently buried them with a chessboard so yeah your hunch is correct when you go to that you see this figure that looks like a waves coming over it which looks very similar to what you saw in that cave oh. and, and the stone that you saw Remember that little vein of stone? Some of that stone is in here. And so it's almost like that stone might just run itself to different spots in the island. It's almost like a mana line.
1: Okay. So this symbol that we see here on that was in that cave on the far side of the island that we saw before we came to this side of the island. Okay. So we could get to the far side of the island, theoretically. And uh, there are some pirates there, but just a few, I think. There was some. Um, maybe we could free some of the other people. Uh, and then... Um, that leaves contacting the cephalopod, and we, we okay. also need 16 pink pieces, and we have one. Or... Or... We go back with the emerald chips. Why? Okay, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's talk about this for a moment. I understand that you're something of a ne'er-do-well, and consider yourself a pirate or a privateer or whatever. I just... I don't see your fascination with dealing with the emerald sails. Well, it's better than
0: sitting around here in a stuck dungeon...
1: Or we solve this problem and then we get on the cephalopod and don't deal with the emerald sails. Drek, what do you think?
2: I'm inclined to agree with you.
1: See? Drek's on my side.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we're going to look for 15 chess pieces on an island. No, they're right there. And he points at the... There's a gnome and it has the, the, this the, the right color on it. Wait, you know where they're at?
1: Okay. So, um the chess pieces are keys to a teleportation device. Do you understand that part? Okay. Okay. So we have half of the keys right there on that table. Yep. Okay. Got it. The other half, see that gnome sarcophagi? Yes. The other half are in there.
0: Oh. Aha.
1: Ah. Aha. Aha. He's going through his vest for his hammer. No, no, no. No hammer. Less hammer. Drek, help me.
2: Uh, This is a hammerless society that we're dealing with. Yes. What?
1: Yes. They didn't use hammers, so we have to use other tools that are more appropriate to open up the sarcophagi. Hey, um, Rodrigo, uh, how did you open up the uh, the sarcophagi with the blue markings?
0: I got it. And he pulls out his five foot pole. <laughs> this will do it. Rodrigo <laughs> uh, says, "I got a crowbar."
1: Actually, the pole might work too. We're, uh,
0: we're Tomb Raiders. We've all got crowbars.
1: Actually, that makes sense. Let's do
0: that. Crowbars or a five foot pole that works too <laughs> yeah Geoponny will start trying to jam that pole right into the thing okay Rule of strength check 19 ooh he wants those pieces <laughs> All right. he wedges it in there kind of pops it off of there go ahead and make a dex save to make sure that the tomb doesn't land on you Six. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got it, I think I got it. As you're excited, you kind of turn around, a part of it kind of catches you on its way down. You get smacked for four points of bludgeoning damage, just kind of glances off your shoulder. (laughs) He leans over holding his shoulders like, oh, okay, please tell me they're in there. So there's a gnomish mummy all wrapped up. It's got a board, same colors in fact, blue and pink. In his hands, at his chest, and he's just standing there. The cleric, Eloran, says, Uh, we didn't mention they're probably in his chest. Inside the mummy? Mm-hmm. Giovanni puts the pole down, gets a sword out, <laughs> and that stabs been use- right into the chest of the mummy. Okay. Uh, that would have been useful information. Giovanni, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Roll your uh, attack. 11 to hit, 9 damage if it hits. Giovanni sticks his rapier into the mummy's chest. It definitely finds some purchase. Like there's something in there that it kind of digs through. And just as you get sort of the hilt up to his chest, hand comes to your throat. Everybody roll initiative. No.
2: Five. <laughs> Gosh, I can't roll today.
0: Fifteen. Uh, Twenty-one. Wow. Mummy's going last. That's funny. Yeah. Runar, you see this mummy grab Giovanni by the throat. <laughs> Starts to make a few, like, Noises.
1: Oh, oh, somebody have fire? He shouts, and then he, like, jumps forward and just slaps the mummy right on the forehead. (laughs) Uh, Does a 17 hit? 17 hits, yep. Uh, Six points of damage. All right, smack him, and a bunch of dust shoots off of his head.
0: (laughs) I do it again. (laughs) Look,
1: look. Oh, that was not at
0: 20. Of course, the minimum damage, like always, right? Right, but you get the roll next. Oh, it, it really did. <laughs> two minimum damages.
1: Oh wow! Roll that twenty. Roll two ones. Uh, <laughs> but that puts
0: me at five points of damage. Okay, let let go. It's almost like you do a precision hit, like you're you're poking in between the eyes. <laughs> but he doesn't have eyes, so it doesn't do as much damage as you think it will. Druck.
2: I'm gonna fade back a 10, 15 feet and take a shot at Okay. Twenty
0: to hit. Twenty hits. All right. right. Nine points of damage. Arrow sticks into its neck. Still kicking because it's this undead mummy. But Giovanni, what are you doing? He's still got his hand on your throat, by the way. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, going to try to stab at it, and he says, "I've I've never seen something so ugly and so cute before in my life." (laughs) And stab at it. Okay. Fifteen to hit for three points of damage. Okay. You get your rapier right back in there. You're not really sure how much damage this is doing. Okay. Um, It's turn, and you actually hear something start ticking in it. (laughs) Like a clock? And seems like it speeds up a little bit. Hmm. You know, it started moving very slowly, and, you know, like a mummy would. And suddenly it actually steps out, still having Giovanni in its hand, and enters the center of the room almost, not really caring that there's a bunch of other opponents for it. And it's going to punch Giovanni across the face (laughs) with his rotting fist. Ew. Go ahead and make a con saving throw. Five. That's not going to work. No. So... Yes. Pretty sure. (laughs) He has just cursed you.
2: Oh, that's not
0: good. <laughs> you can't regain hit points. Oh, fun. Is that all? Is that it? <laughs> um, and your hit point maximum decreases by eight points. Ooh. Um, I am no longer conscious. So he just slaps him across the face, curses him. Giovanni shrivels up a little bit, and then Yee. he falls like a husk on the ground. <coughs> His arms are all curled in and his knees are curled in. The mummy also turns and looks at Runar Chai and just kind of gives him this dreadful glare. Runar, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no! Oh, that's bad. Ten. He stares at you and something inside of you just freaks out and you are frightened until the end of the mummy's next turn. So just after that, this... The cleric steps forward, puts his hands out, and light just kind of flashes in the room, and the mummy actually does squint his eyes and sort of turns his back on you. He effectively turned it for the time being. Bloodstan comes up behind him with the short sword and puts a big cut through his bandages, kind of slices up, and gets him for quite a big hit. Rodrigo throws a dagger, and it misses. Runar, it's your turn. You are frightened. I will behave as if Runar's friend. Yeah. He will step of the wind
1: and run into the corner and like like do like the arched back thing, and then he will try as his action. He will attempt to cast firebolt. Nice. <laughs> okay. So he does actually all of the stuff right to cast firebolt. It just doesn't work.
2: Still. All right. <laughs> I'll go ahead and take another shot at him. Sixteen. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Oof. Uh, 16 points,
0: too. This hits him pretty well. It's hard to say with these undead. A couple of pink pieces actually fall out of the gaps that are occurring in its body and its bandages. So, Giovanni, you better make a death-saving throw. Alrighty. I roll a seven. Nope,
2: okay. Failed one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a pink chest piece falls next to him, and his eye slightly opens up and looks over at it.
2: Eyes <laughs> <Ice laughs> close again. <laughs>
0: but his body's all curled up and shriveled still. Just want that piece. Uh, the mummy is actually still under the influence of the turning. It's almost like he's trying to go back to bed. Like he's trying to go back into the tomb. It kind of wastes its turn. Runar, you, know, you are no longer afraid. You see that he is turning away from everybody thanks to that cleric. It's your turn now. He shouts stupid curse and then he
1: like runs and tries Superman punch it in the back of the head. Meow! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do not think an eight hits. He will bonus action. I don't know how to restrict it though. I'm hoping a 20 hits. 20 lit. Four or five points of damage. Wow, that's like I
0: did a crit again. <laughs> <laughs> Dust goes flying from his head when you hit it. I shout, but somebody just use fire on it.
2: All right, I'm gonna back up a little bit more just to make sure I'm not in melee with it and uh, take another shot at it. Oof, does an eight hit? It does not. Okay.
0: Oh. <laughs> All right, arrow comes a little astray. Do you make another test? For a death save?
2: Yes! Oh yes. my gosh! <laughs> the
0: worst part is, is you can't heal. I just... What? Just pieces. So after taking that hit from Bloodstan, the mummy kind of shakes out of the, the turning... Turns around and it's gonna punch at him with its rotting fist.
1: Punch at Bloodstain?
0: Yeah. Okay, he, he I'm okay had, with this. He had come up. <laughs> he had come up and hit him pretty good. And Bloodstain gets hit and kind of staggers backwards. Doesn't take him down like it did Giovanni. It's uh, husking him up, much like it did with Giovanni. It's also going to start stepping out again. It tr- takes a look at the cleric, it tries to do his glare on it, and the cleric seems to be okay by it. The cleric jumps down, puts his hand on Giovanni's forehead, and says, is spirit. Doesn't do any healing, but it does stop him from leaving us. Bloodstan takes another jab, kind of seems weakened in his attack, and does get the knife into the mummy, or the short sword, unclear as to what it does, and Rodrigo grabs a torch after hearing what Runar said about fire, and he just whips it at the mummy. Lands right at its feet, and its legs are on fire, and it's very flammable. Just starts like licking up its feet. Fire seems to be a good option, and it also shows that it doesn't like it. And by the way, that ticking's still happening. <laughs> oh no worries, no worries. <laughs> mummy just got a tick. That's all. <laughs>
1: That brings us up to Runar again. Can I pick the torch up? Yeah. Pick up the torch and I'll swing at it.
2: Hey, Hi!
0: hi. Uh, I think a seven misses. All right. Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't like that fire. It kind of uh, like steps off to the side.
2: All right. I'm going to go ahead and kind of sidestep a little bit and take a shot at him. Ah. Oh.
0: <laughs> nope. Nine. Nine. Ugh. All right. Arrows going, going astray. All right, Giovanni, you don't have to make a death saving throw because the cleric helped you out with that. So Giovanni is seeing, like, nothing but blue, and there's kind of these waves in it. It's not really the water, but it it kind of seems like it's the water. then all of a sudden, it's kind of getting brighter and brighter with white light. And he's like, Father? Oh, Father, hey! All right! And then everything goes black. He's like, uh, hello? Hello?
1: Uh,
0: Runar, turn out the darkness! For goodness sakes, this is getting old! (laughs) <laughs> and that's his turn <laughs> oh jesus <geez>. alright <laughs> mummy's turn he's gonna to try to do a glare at the cleric again doesn't seem to, to matter and the rotting fist is gonna to come towards runar ooh runar he misses you I'm gonna duck out of the way hey meow that was that was that for them okay so cleric is gonna do a guiding bolt this radiant energy comes flying from the cleric and strikes the mummy pretty well actually Bloodstand gets its sword in there pretty well. Looks like the bandages are holding it together at this point. Still there, still ticking. A dagger comes flying from Rodrigo, kind of sticks into its head. That doesn't seem to affect it a whole lot. And Runar, at your turn. He's going to
1: swing the torch at it. Huh, I got a 15. 15 hit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Based on- so I
0: rolled a 1 and a minus 1 on strength. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. So, so it's just going to do fire damage. Okay, now it's fully ablaze.
2: All right, I'm going to try and take another shot at it. Okay. Sometime I'm going to hit it again.
0: <laughs>
2: nope. Uh, 10?
0: No, 10 misses. Wow, Drek.
2: So he needs <laughs> to be outdoors. I need new
0: dice. Yeah, I don't like this uh, yeah. this underground stuff. Mummy's going to swing its runar. Oh, and you he got her nat 20. Nope, <laughs> oh,
2: going down. Meow. <laughs> Meow.
0: Go ahead and make a con saving throw. Hey! Oh, no. That's Six. Oh gosh! Do we already lower do we already curse you or this is nope. this one? Okay, well shri- <laughs>
2: shri- shriveled
0: cat, about to happen here. Can't be healed, and your hit points are lowered by twelve. <clears throat> it it actually did eleven points of damage. Oh!
2: <sighs> <laughs>
0: Shrinks up and hits the ground as well. Good gosh! Right next to Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni's eyes slightly open, and he smiles a little bit, and then slightly close again. <laughs> and Druck, great, <laughs> make contact. Why is
2: why is it on me?
0: <laughs> because you're the only guy left standing. Oh
2: no! Uh, fourteen. Hey! 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 All right, all right. And he's engaged, right? And he's engaged. Yeah. All right, good. Yep,
0: yep. Uh,
2: Eleven points of damage.
0: All right hits him square in the chest then he falls apart it's yeah. just a, a burning rag pile it actually burns dust in a lot of ways and then there's a bunch of chest pieces and things like that okay. the cleric comes over to Runar stabilizes him with the same spell and everybody's standing there kind of heaving and <laughs> the cleric turns to him and goes that's why we didn't want to do that again I without extra help
2: yeah. Huh. Look over at uh, Arunar and Giovanni. Um. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's see if there's anything we can do for him here. And he kind of checks them over and he's like, oh gosh, they're cursed. Uh, Ellerin starts digging through his satchel and he's looking for something to help the two that are down. Okay. And he grabs a couple of healing potions oh. and he pours one into Giovanni's mouth. And nothing happens. And so he goes over to Runar and he pours one in his mouth, and nothing <laughs> happens. He's like, "Oh, okay, this is curse. They can't. What? This isn't working. Um, we need to restore. Get rid of the curse. Oh, oh, wait. I might have something for that." And he searches through, and he reminds you a little bit of Giovanni for a second as he just gets all these weird, you know, like a candle and incense, and he's just got all this weird crap in his pack. And then finds a couple of scrolls. Then he runs through and starts speaking the words of this spell. And first he starts with Giovanni And you see him just sort of puff up Like a balloon or something He was all shrunken up and husk-like So after you're puffed up You don't immediately come back to consciousness So he goes back into his "Uh, I've got another mother's milk in here Uh,
2: Wait, uh, just a quick second here Uh, He's okay though? Well, yeah, so I mean, he's, Okay, I mean, he's uncursed. I'm gonna start rifling through his coat. <laughs> wand, wand, wand. No, 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 no. Gem. Yoink. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: uh, zircon.
2: <laughs> eh, no, no wand. All right. I'll just go ahead and leave the rest of his stuff there. Do you got a potion that you could use to heal him? You get do you get done doing that, and you look up, and you've been focusing on like finding stuff in his vest, right? And you look up, and all three
0: of them are all just like staring at you with like disgust in their face, <laughs> <laughs> like you're looting. You're, you're but, looting. They don't say anything, but they're just like, "What?" <laughs> terrible person. You I, I just
2: I just look I look them all dead in the eye and just put my finger in my lip. Shh. <laughs> A cork, pours
0: mother's milk down your throat. <laughs> oh, Runar, why did you cast darkness again? Oh, Runar. And he's just kind of looking around, kind of confused. And R- Runar's all shriveled up, kind of a little husk of himself.
2: You might want to go through your, uh, I don't know, when when the mummy hits you, all, a bunch of stuff fell out of your jacket. So. Oh, no. Okay.
0: I will definitely take a look. What's going on with Runar here? And he starts patting Runar in the face.
2: I I have another scroll here. We'll get rid of of this curse. You don't have a remove curse ability, do you? Do you have any kids?
0: Uh, No, I do not. I do not. Well, uh, that's fine. We'll we'll do this. Do it this way. And he runs through. And again, this prayer to St. Mousius. Runar pops back into place. His shrunkenness fills in. Tail's the last thing to go. (laughs) This is my last one. pours this mother's milk down your throat. So while they've been doing that, Rodrigo has been over there sifting through the carcass of the burning bandages. I mean, his ashes. He first started with a poking his weapons through it, and now he's sifting off the different pieces. He also finds a brooch, and he holds it up, and he goes, what do you think this is? And it's it's a bronze brooch, and it has kind of a little gear on it, almost like you could wind it.
1: Well, I um, historically speaking, uh, things like that would uh, be... Uh there's been a lot of tinkerers. Uh, gnomes are known for tinkering and doing things with like small devices that you would wind up and they would do things. Like a child's toy, but it's just a thing that they do culturally.
0: Oh I can totally hold on to that. Here, I'll take it. Nope, give it and to me. <laughs> By the way, Runar, I'm very glad that you're doing okay. And as he says that he sees he's chewing on a piece of old dirty linen strip. <laughs> what? Are you eating the mummy? Oh, 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 oh gross. <laughs> Gross. Oh.
1: We're gonna roll see if he can wind the the brooch.
0: Yeah, you wind it and it starts ticking.
1: Oh, oh that, that was a ticking noise. I wonder what it does. Is that all it does? It's tick? Is there a clock? It's a
0: clock. seems to be a magical item. Like maybe you need to sit with it for a little while during a rest. And I'll figure this out. Yep. Just as he's clearing it all, Rodrigo has the board set out. It's complete. He finds all of them. For a moment, you're like, wait, did he not have the knight? Because you guys had a knight, but he does. He has a full set there. And then as he's clearing the ash out of the way, there's a key also in the mix. Must have been in in the mummy as well. It's a golden key. The bow of it, it's like a flower with a little clear gem in the center of it. Golden key. Oh, I'll take a look at the key here. Hand it over. He hands it over. Oh, thank you. He kind of looks at it a little bit and then he puts it in his vest. (laughs) And it's gone. (laughs) Everybody, you know, they get a little bit patched up. The cleric, uh, says. So I I believe that we have what we need, if I'm reading this correctly, that pedestal could serve as a device for speaking to them and for teleporting to wherever this leads to within the island. Okay. Uh, Speaking to whom, precisely? To the cephalopod. The ship that's going to take us away. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm going to attempt. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to talk to them in the past.
1: Okay so right. that
0: we can catch them before they leave.
1: Okay, so I think where this, um, just to be clear, where this uh, is go, there are pirates there, just to be clear.
0: Yes, but there's much fewer pirates on that side, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a handful. And there's also... And our entire camp. How fast is the cephalopod? Is it a quick ship? I mean, I hope so, actually. Now that you say that, we need, do
0: need to flee. It's... It, it's... <laughs> That's a no. He goes, <laughs> you'll see. Cephalopod. Hmm. Okay, maybe it goes underwater. Does, does this thing go underwater? It c- claims that it does. Yes. calm it. And it, gives okay. you, it gives you a high five, runar <laughs> <laughs> And runar re-
1: reflexively just like does it, and then he's just like looks at his hand like, why, 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 why did
2: I do this?
0: <laughs> so what I want to make sure that is clear is that we don't intend to leave without our comrades. They're all on that camp. They're being held by a small group of pirates. We went to free them. Can you help us with that? What we can do is we can leave, and the pirates will take all the stuff. They'll get bored. They'll leave. They'll leave them all. They'll be fine. I don't think <laughs> that's the agreement well, that we're... What, is the fleet still on this side of the island? Yes. Yes. Hopefully, this will take us to the other side of the island. Yes. And we can free our comrades and get onto the cephalopod on that side, unseen. And there you go. Easy enough. That's what I meant. After freeing the comrades correct okay <laughs> you are a little fresher than we are i know that we, we just patched you up and all but um, we were hoping that if you could take care of the pirates that are down there we could run through and untie everyone and just head that way i mean i'm not much of a fighter to be, to be honest i, I mean Always. i used to have magic
1: but i don't really well you anymore. just
0: punched a mummy a few times and it seemed to do it the trick
1: I, I punched a mummy it's, what do you mean i punched a mummy
0: uh he kind of gets amnesia after fights. He forgets he beats up a lot of stuff and then forgets. Why no. did you why did you cast darkness again?
1: Again? I mean I cast it on the ah. ship yeah, you
0: and you forgot. And then I
1: cast it and then I I cast it in the room. I don't recall.
0: Yeah, you you forgot. It's okay. I get it. One of these days you'll start remembering your fights. I didn't
1: cast? <laughs> what? No.
2: Wait for the uh, cleric to figure out how to do this teleportation. It may be a little trial and error.
1: No, no, no. It it should be simple, right? So we just simply have to determine which color would be representative of the black pieces and which color would be representative of the white pieces because they are non-traditional colors of pink and blue. Once we do that, we can set up the pieces and uh, the thing will do its thing.
0: Maybe the darker color blue is equal to the black. This is bloodstand. Do you think that it's going to uh, bring us to the other side of the island? Are we, we hoping for that? I have faith that
1: it will. I mean, there is a symbol on the pedestal that matches a symbol that's on the
0: cave over there. Either way, it's our only way out. So we have to go anyways, right?
1: Yes, but there is a degree of risk. But I do think there is a degree of
0: hope and promise here. So you've been to the camp, right? Yes. Yes, we have. How many pirates did you see?
1: We saw three and
0: possibly more that were invisible. So you just took on a mummy. Maybe three pirates wouldn't be too tough.
1: I, you know, I don't really enjoy fighting. I just
0: the alternative is to stay here and starve to death. So we don't really have a choice. <sighs> Fine. Runar yeah. will
1: look at the pedestal and then he will compare it to the two chessboards that they have, right? Because there should be the chessboard from the the gnome and the chessboard from the other,
0: yeah, from moment. the raven headed one.
1: Yep, and he'll compare the two any kind okay. of like any real markings on it to indicate which color would be the quote unquote white pieces so then we could line the okay. pieces up appropriately. Roll your uh, perception. Oh yay! Actually I, I have a some perception except for when I roll one! <laughs> <of all> one. <laughs> I feel like that's how we got so, in this mess to begin one.
0: <laughs> so basically what happens is he starts doing like math equations and he runs through all of this stuff about how it has to be this side and that side and all this kind of stuff. And then Druck walks up and he goes, there's a blue line right here to show you which side the blue goes on. (laughs) I mean, I missed that. (laughs) You plug in all the pieces, right? Uh, Are you letting the cleric do all that?
2: Uh, yes.
0: No, no, no. no.
1: I think he's more important to the operation than um, me, really, to be honest. like,
0: Like I said, they just plug in. It's like a key. They just all sort of go in upside down. Once they're all in, it starts glowing, and it smells of the sea, and it gives off this kind of briny smell. Okay, Mr.
1: Clark, uh, do your, uh, your sending thing, I don't know who
0: you're sending it to. He kind of takes out this little notepad that he's been writing down, you know, he's been doing all this reading on the walls. They were here a while, so they are doing a lot of studying. And he says a few words that don't make sense. You know, it's like all like little magic words or something that he has picked up in the hopes that he can set this up properly. And he says, Dagny, Captain Dagny of the Cephalopod. This is one of the clerics of uh, Mucius. My name is Ellerin. We come from Aurora. We are asking for your help. You hear a voice, a woman come back, your location. And he gives out some numbers that don't mean much to anybody here. Mm -hmm. she says what kind of trouble are we in we are under siege by the emerald sail we're looking for a rescue when you show up if you come to this island on the western shore if you would wait out of sight we will be there but I need you to wait at least two hours she says there's reward in it I'm assuming and he says yes the white lady will be grateful to help the brotherhood of St. Mucous and she says I'm sure she will I'll be there in two hours. And he says, two hours will suffice. Please wait another two once you're here. Fair enough. And he takes his hand off. He says, we have one hour. Oh, okay. Huh. Giovanni's smoking his pipe. <laughs> it's With all the dust in here, too. Right? Like it's, everybody's immediately bothered. Like, oh, oh
1: God. Hey, All right, so uh, how do how do we get this thing to
0: teleport to this? And he just, like, slaps the side of it. Teleport. <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni kicks it a couple times. He points out there are other passwords that he's grabbed. There's oh, different things oh, okay. that he's okay. looked at along the way on his right. notebook. But he says, she's talking about more time than we actually have. I just talked to her in the past, I believe. Yeah, you said she's going to be here for an hour. No, she's already here and waited an hour? Effectively, yes. She should be out there already. And
1: we got have an hour before she leaves. Am yes. I understanding that correctly? Yes. And it's assuming that she didn't chicken out again.
0: Yes. Drunk, does your head hurt?
2: A little bit. Oh,
0: my. I don't know why. Oh, You want some pipe? No. Okay. Um. I do. Oh, gosh. The nerves. The nerves. He hands it over to you, Runa. He takes a big puff. <laughs> so-
1: and, 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 and. Oh, oh, and he passes a constitution check. It seems like he does this all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Renard is holding Giovanni's pipe, and he goes, Okay, so we could rest for a brief respite here. Um, However, that would dramatically cut down on the
0: amount of time if we do that. Do do you think we can afford such a... Uh, I would imagine we probably need to get going in case something else happens, or more pirates show up, or things get in the way. Well,
1: I mean, at this point, we don't know that they're any more alerted than they were previously. And uh, they seem rather baffled by the puzzle, even though... Just, you think they're brownier than that? Anyway, just punch
0: everything. Jeez. I say we go. It's okay. getting stuffy in here. Stuffy. Yeah, I mean it is. <laughs> As the smoke from the pipe goes around <laughs> our faces. Everybody's like doing smoke rings without even having a pipe.
1: <laughs> Runar's doing like the the pirate
0: ship uh, that Gandalf did. Giovanni's going to cast Minor Illusion and make one of his smoke rings turn into an arrow and start pointing up and down at the teleportation area.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, I could do that too, see? And he snaps his finger, and uh, now there's like a ship like sailing along the sea.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> likes it, he smiles, nods his head to you.
1: Yeah, see, smiles magic. I used to be a wizard. <sighs> I only do tricks. That's what I've been reduced to. I can't even do Firebolt. Juck, are you ready? Yeah. Well, uh, fortunately, the uh, clerk has the password to get us teleported. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, subduing the, the pirates, and... Uh, Untying
0: the prisoners, cleric says. Hey, you have been to this place that you are mentioning, right? It wasn't something you heard about. You were you were no. at the cave. Yeah, we went in there. Yes. Okay. Apparently, that's part of the equation. You can only go to places you've been recently. So, how does that work for you, though? You've never been there. Um, we are going to hold on to you
2: and hope we come with.
1: This this is, this
2: is... <laughs> highly scientific. I'm behind it. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> <sighs> These guys aren't afraid of anything. Alright. All right,
1: well, we're a question in the wind. We will test this area. I don't <laughs> see it working.
0: <laughs> teleport
1: away? Alright. Do the words, Mr. Cleric. Uh, Elden? 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 Eldrin. 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 El- El- <sighs> <sighs> please do the words, Brother St. Moosius.
0: Alright. Each of them grabs one of you, (laughs) like like two hands on your forearm, hoping that this works. Right. You hear kind of a ticking sound. And then the ticking sort of pops. And it almost feels like you are sort of spread thin for a minute everybody sort of gets pulled into a little line almost out of existence and you work your way to the spot almost like you're following the mana line and pour into the cavern and sort of land there on your feet
2: do we still have people grabbing our arms?
0: You do. They okay. actually came with you. Hey, it worked.
2: That was fun. That yeah, was it was a thing. Can we do
0: it a few more times before we no. get going? No. I mean it was
2: no. really
1: fun. I look no. around, are
2: there <laughs> anyone is there anyone else in the cave with us?
0: No, it's just the six of you. Okay.
1: Alright. So the plan is we are gonna go down there and cause a distraction, and they're gonna free the prisoners in the tents, and then we're gonna take all everybody and we're gonna beat up these pirates, right?
0: Sounds like a plan. Let me turn invisible. Wait, never mind. I don't think you can do that. Epic counting you've done that too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you step out. Not much has changed since you were there a couple hours ago. Tents down the hill. Can we just roll stealth and see how far we can get? Sure. <laughs> I rolled a nine. Uh,
2: 17. 23. <laughs>
0: It's a rocky place, so you're trying to find some boulders and things here and there, but it's you know, not really very conducive for stealth, but you're just doing your best to keep from being overly visible. And you get down to right about the edge of where the tents are, and Mac steps up from behind a tent. He's got his bow in his hand. I mean, he's five, six feet from you. Just says, how'd you get back over here? Kind of looking at the direction you came
1: from. I got the perfect explanation. So, uh, they were doing a study in the the tomb uh, with the chess pieces and we were able to get past that, but then we were trapped in another portion of the tomb and then we had to solve another puzzle. And so it was here. It was the strangest, most bizarre thing. Apparently, this island, you're able to teleport around this island if you've been there before and speak the correct words. It was quite the undertaking to figure all that out several minds to come together to figure that out and um i was kind of hoping somebody would have punched him by now
0: (laughs) (laughs) giovanni is looking at mech and then starts to move the top part of his body to the side like he's looking past mech and i want to roll a sleight of hand and try to cast minor illusion without him seeing okay 19. Uh, about 30 feet away Kind of behind like a rock, he's going to make some type of sasquatchy looking creature peeking out from behind that rock. And Giovanni's eyes are going to get really big like, oh my goodness, what in the world is that? Okay. okay. And I'll roll a Deception. 19. He turns around and looks, kind of squints his eyes and then he looks back at you guys, kind of looks at the group. Do you see that? Kind of get this look of alarm. He's looking at the whole group, starts to step back from you. Giovanni pulls his sword and starts walking past Mech towards the rock, and he lets the illusion drop when Mech's not looking that way. Okay. And Giovanni's acting like he's on alarm going over towards the Sasquatch-looking thing. He puts his hand out, puts his hand on your shoulder, he looks back, doesn't see that there, and he goes, what are we really doing here, boys? Uh, What do you mean, what are we really doing here? (laughs) Something's wrong.
2: Yeah, there seems to be some sort of monster up in there.
0: No, I feel like you're you're trying to
2: pull something here. What's going on? We're not pulling anything. There's a monster up on the rocks up there. We're going to take care of him. <laughs>
0: you roll your deception.
2: All right. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> nine. Which, given my current dice rolling skills, it's... Good roll for the day. Re- re- <laughs> relatively decent. He goes invisible. Okay.
0: Oh. All right. And uh, he keeps walking towards the monster area. All right. I'll pull my bow and follow up behind Giovanni. Bloodstand goes, we need to start getting into tents. Yes! They start. All three of them start running. They get daggers out, and they start going to try to free people because they <laughs> can tell that it's about to hit the fan.
1: I'm going to go to the tent that we stopped at before with Ufta and whatever, uh-huh. and I'm going to just bust in that tent and see if they're in okay. there.
0: Just as you're walking up to that tent... Well, I wouldn't say he's walking, but okay. Just as you're about to breach that tent, right, like you are moving your way that direction, you hear some discussion happening, and it's almost like the tent explodes, and the canvas just flies up in the air, and Ufta, the green-skinned, orange-haired, yellow-eyed high orc, has apparently cast a spell or taken a potion or something, and he just busts up into this giant form. He's enlarged with some sort of spell and he literally takes the middle post from the tent, pulls it out of the ground like a big spear, and he's ready to fight. He knows that you guys are up to something, he's been informed, and now you've got this giant orc standing in front of you. Roll your initiatives? Let's go, Dan. (laughs) I got a 20. (laughs) I got a 4. The giant woke me up, I guess. 21, by the way. It's the only time I roll out. Initiative. <laughs> Oof! Oofpack actually rolled a three.
2: Oh wow! I go before Oofpack. He's going lower. How about yeah. that. Look yeah. at that. What the hell? <laughs> Everything's coming up, Drak.
1: <laughs> so Rinar literally just like stops and slides like to a stop, and like his eyes get really big. He's like, uh, ah, crap!" And like just runs back the opposite direction. Oh, uh, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> up, up. I think he's going to bonus action dash back towards where the right. other two are. All right, Giovanni.
0: All right, Giovanni shrugs and goes, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his rapier out, and he starts charging forward, and he goes, "Druck, did I ever tell you that Runar is one of the toughest giant killers in the world? And I give Runar <laughs> bardic inspiration. <laughs> and then goes in for the attack. Roll a 15 to hit, 7 damage if I hit. So you come in and stick it right in his leg, and he's like, Rah! It's like a bee sting almost in size, but you think you did some good damage. You notice a couple of the others with bows, Barkara, and then there was a female high orc with uh, fish scales that you'd seen but hadn't really gotten her name, I don't think. But they both have bows, and they run up to the tents nearby, the one that, that Hack was in. And they take a couple of shots with bows they're trying to take a little bit of cover in the walkway that you're coming down so remember when i died earlier
2: (laughs) it's gonna happen again
0: (laughs) one of them (laughs) one of them shoots at runar and runar gets hit for i want to
1: roll the thing and i do uh i reduce it by oh i reduce it
0: by 16 points of damage holy cow (laughs) all right so kind of turn around and bat this thing away (laughs) arrow would have completely hit you Uh, I rolled max damage, and you actually negated it. You darted it away. I also rolled max. (laughs) Uh, The other arrow just glides past Giovanni and misses. Druck, it's your turn. Uh,
2: No, I was not aware of Renard's prowess with giants. I'm going to take a (laughs) shot. (laughs) Back up a little bit, maybe 10, 15 feet, just to add some distance. Okay. 19. 19 hits. 10 10
0: points of damage.
2: All right, arrow comes in, hits him in the other leg.
0: He's got an arrow in one leg and a rapier that just came out of the other one. Yells out, and when he yells, it just kind of shakes the place. It's his turn, he's gonna swing at Giovanni with his spear. <laughs> oh my gosh, he rolled a natural one. Oh, Ooh. He swings at it, and the pointy part of the stake digs through the ground next to you, creates this big divot, but he missed ya.
1: Whew!
0: <laughs> Brunar's turn. He's like looking
1: around wildly, and then, like he just kind of stops, and like he just sees this calm come over him, and then he just turns around and he, like just like quietly marches back to the enlarged orc, and full-on roundhouse kicks him right in the shin. We'll see what he does. Okay. <laughs> Huzzah! Shin kicks. Sixteen hits. Ah, uh, four points of damage, and then he'll bonus action do it again. Uh, I, I do believe a seven will miss him though.
0: Yes. All right, bruise him up with the first hit. After that, uh, he, he kind of looks at you with disdain, and you end up swinging a little wide on the second hit. Giovanni. All right, Giovanni's going to take another swing, and as he takes a swing, he starts singing something along the lines of We are the giant killers. We make their blood spillers. And he takes a swing. <laughs> I roll a 13. Th- uh, 13 hits. All right, for three points of damage. And I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration for Druck. Both of the arc women are taking shots. They're actually going to shoot down towards Druk. They must figure the big guy's going to take care of the other two. So one of them whizzes by you. The other one does connect Druk. Going to hit you for seven points of piercing damage. Okay. Arrow kind of catches you kind of in the side. It slices cleanly as it goes by along your ribs. Okay. Uh, it's your turn, though.
2: I will take another shot at Ufak. 19 to hit oh yeah Mm -hmm. okay Uh, 23 points of damage Mm, yes
0: this one hits him in the giant neck so it kind of off to one side (laughs) blood just starts spilling down the front so squirting it's you think it's you think it's it's raining for a minute guys those of you that are up in melee with him i'm gonna bonus action hide catch the corner of that tent that's over
2: there Uh. 19.
0: Out of the corner of your eye, by the way, you start seeing people, freeing people in the tent as they move through the camp. And so suddenly all these kind of scholarly types start moving themselves towards the shore, which is what they're being told to do. It's kind of the center lane that the fight's happening in, and so they're running down the outsides of the camp towards the shores. Starts as a couple, and then as soon as you realize, oh, look at that, you just see crowds starting to move through the camp. Foufak's turn. He's going to attack Runar. That's not everybody. Hit you for 10 bludgeoning. Swings it down and just cracks you across the face.
1: And Runar goes now.
0: Oh. Blood splatters. You kind of slip in blood that came down from him. Uh, Runar, it's your turn. Go ahead and do that saving throw. So I failed. Continuing to bleed at this point. Giovanni, you see that he gets knocked down next to you. you still got the big guy in front of you. What are you going to do? Boy, this guy does not like this song, and he's going to try to stab him right in the big toe. And he's going to keep singing the song about being a giant killer. I rolled an 8. He stabs into the dirt. All right. The scouts are going to continue to shoot towards our archer over here, Druk, but he does have some cover. So one of them shoots totally wide. The other one, Bakara, she, you see this little knowing grin almost. She moves her arrow over and she literally shoots through the canvas. Right. Knowing that it's just canvas. Right. And she connects. Okay. Um, it does, however, it seems to slow the arrow a little bit through that. Good. And it only Good. does three points of damage. All right. Druk, it's your turn.
2: I'm going to take a shot at Bakara, I guess. Okay. And i use the inspiration. Sixteen? Sixteen hits? Seven
0: points of damage. It literally goes through her forearm. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Arrow. It's like stuck in her arm.
2: That should affect her aim. You <laughs> he would think so. At home.
0: <laughs> The giant orc oofhack takes his swing at Giovanni at his leg there with his big spear. He's gonna connect. There's seven points of bludgeoning. Oh, crack! trying to bat you away uh, you imagine somebody with a broom with a mouse you know he's okay. just trying to sort of shoo you away kind of cracks yeah. at you with it okay so runar go ahead and make a death saving throw pass that one yay yeah pass runar, that one because I didn't live to say it. live to play again and Giovanni, it's your turn Giovanni keeps singing a song about being a giant slayer and he closes his eyes and swings really hard to see what happens he rolls a seven.
2: Oh, gosh Close his eyes, and that's
0: where he went wrong. Yep. Just kind of swings. Yep. All right. Bakara that got hit, the archer over there, has actually ducked behind the tent. She's no longer shooting at you.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, the other one with the fish scales is going to take a shot. Six points of damage. Coo, 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 coo. And uh, drop at your turn.
2: Uh, fall to the ground unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> this is going great. I'll make that saving throw. Hey, I made one. All right. So, Giovanni,
0: you are at the base of this giant green-skinned high orc, and he sees behind you one of your fellows dropped. He's got the other one at the base of his feet here, and he literally looks at you like he's about ready to just finish this game. And he takes the spear in his hands, and he's ready to just impale you with it. And just as that's happening behind you, you hear this big whoosh of water. On the water behind you, this ship comes up out of the water. The front of the ship is pointed right at you, and, and you can see that the figurehead is a big octopus. It's got tentacles that are sort of carved down the sides of the ship. At the nose there is a ballista-looking thing. And it pops up out of the water, and then almost in slow motion, you see this ballista shoot at the back of Poof Hack. Bursts through the front of his chest. You're sprayed with blood. He starts to fall, and as he falls, he shrinks down to normal size. This giant ballista bolt is longer than he is and just kind of rips through him as he falls to the ground. (sighs) The other two high orcs see this and start running. And by the way, I want to point out, we never saw Mech in this entire fight, right? He just never seemed to appear, whatever that means. All these people start pouring out uh, all the freed order of St. Mousius the scholars and the archaeologists and cleric types and they all start continue to run down the trail towards the boat along the way a couple of them come by and hit the people that are down so Druk not a great roll you get four hit points from a quick spell that is four hit points more than I had and Runar you end up with eight hit points restored (laughs) from a friendly order of St. Lucius cleric only if they knew that I told the pirates to go here (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they all just start pouring down that direction and boats come off the ship and they start slowly bringing this exodus of people. It'll probably take maybe 20 minutes. Giovanni's eyes are wide open looking at that lovely ship and he says, Boy, that might be the ninth best ship I've ever seen in my life.
1: is <laughs> lying on the ground going, Ow! And like slowly he puts his hands down on the ground like kind of like a fighting against the ground and pushes himself up slowly. Yes.
0: Oh, I hurt so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not comfortable.
0: Crew of the cephalopod move everybody over to the ship. They are seeing to injured people, some people that were a little, you know, underfed from being tied up and kind of mistreated by the pirates. You all get brought onto the ship and kind of sort of helped on by the crew. It's, it's a mixed crew. The captain steps up this dagny that you had heard over the sending Welcome to the cephalopod.
1: I have been studying the arcane arts for quite some time now, and I just want to point out that bards do have access to both the cure wound and the healing word spells. Both would have been very useful in this last encounter, uh, as we both, uh, actually all of us, uh, were felled by various enemies.
0: Oh, we're fine in the
1: end, though. I think, I think we got a little lucky this last time.
2: No, I think we're fine.
1: Druk, help me. Help me!
2: Uh, Druk is currently making... Uh... Death saving for so.
0: <laughs> you know what would help is making sure that people like and subscribe. That'll help a lot. What? <laughs> Follow us on social media, listen to our podcast, like and subscribe, and uh, you get notifications for new episodes. Failed. That sounds all very exciting, but how does that help with the healing? Oh, never mind the healing. We're fine. Uh,
1: drunk! Wake up! Help! Failed! <laughs>